Alpha, you know what I need. Teenagers with attitude. That's correct, Alpha. Teenagers with attitude. Everybody, welcome to Teenagers with Attitude, the podcast about siblings and having them. Uh, my, my name is Mike, uh, taking over for Zach this week, as I am occasionally wont to do. And uh, joining me, we've got Emily. Didn't anyone teach you not to throw rocks? No, no one did. Yeah. Yeah, is that a thing you normally have to teach people? According to TJ, it's a thing everyone learns. Sure, I suppose. <laughs> uh, we've also got Fabby. We're gonna need a bigger podcast. That's that's a line they reference <laughs> in this episode. <laughs> they say we're gonna need a bigger boat. I didn't. Yeah, know. I didn't. I didn't I see that TJ, part. TJ says we're gonna need a bigger boat. Um, when I when there, it says somewhere in the fight when. Something gets big, or they fight something big. I mean, there's I a, there's a, there is something yeah. very big in this fight. I, in yeah, this episode. I'm, unless I'm imagining stuff, and you know what? I mean, I, I could, I, I could, I could see either being the case that they said that, or you were watching it and you made that joke in your head, and you're no, like, that I, definitely happened. <laughs> no, TJ said. Anyways, okay, uh, we'll see. I mean, we're gonna watch since it since we're talking here. about siblings. I played a video game about siblings, and it's good, and you should play what it. Game is it's it? It's called uh, Science of the Sojour- Sojourner. Sojourner. It's good. You should play it. I really like that. It's uh, it's very. <clears throat> what kind of a video game is it, Fabby? It's a card. It's a conversation card game, and uh, it's really simple and interesting. But the thing that I really love about it is that all the characters have a queer vibe to them, and n- not like saying like, "Oh, I'm trans," or "I'm, um, I'm gay," or "I'm a lesbian," or whatever. But they all have that that energy. So a lot of queer haircuts, a lot of queer tattoos, a lot of uh, gauges. Uh, I don't know. The whole aesthetic of it really was really nice, and I really like it. Music's good too. Sick, awesome. Okay. Well, uh, speaking of extremely uh, not straight fashion, <laughs> uh, this uh, this is oh, the you episode. Seen my selfies. Oh, never mind. This this is the episode <laughs> where Diva Talks switch ba- switches back. 
to her actress from <sighs> the film. And you you mentioned it being really apparent, but I honestly didn't like notice oh. it that much. How? <laughs> I'm laughing because me and Michael like, already talked about it. How like it was super apparent for us, and I like mean, it it's like, incredibly jarring. It took like, me and, out and, of the episode a lot. I think like, as a kid, I would have had no idea, and like even now, I'm like, okay, well, she sounds like like she sounds different. Like she has a different voice. Like absolutely, but like, I mean, I don't know. Wow, like, <laughs> like I, I don't want to. I don't want to come off as like as like confrontational, but like, oh. wow, I mean, like how? I'm yeah. sorry. I mean, no, I, just, it's I don't know. It's, it's I yes, she has a different voice, but like her mannerisms, her energy. I was trying to talk about it, how like, and you mentioned this, Michael, that the last Steve talk or. The first Divatox for the show, not the let's call them movie Divatox and show Divatox until we learn well, let's, the let's actresses' use, names. Let's use their let's use their actresses' names. What are their names? Mo- movie Divatox is Hillary Shepard, okay. and and uh, first half of the season Divatox is Carol Hoyt. Okay, so Carol Hoyt has definitely like a aristocrat, like royalty bourgeoisie type vibe to it. Uh, do yeah, her uh, Eric, can you can you put some like uh, samples in to kind of em- emphasize the point? Take the freeze key back to the subcraft. I thought we were gonna shoot it up into the sun. Oh, been there, done that. And when we did, those power pests showed up right there. <gasps> they called their turbine laser and shot it down. Ugh. That nitwit nephew of mine almost had them. All he had to do was move a couple of tons of rock. Oh my. What I need is something better. Something bigger. Yes. Why won't my sister return my calls? Havoc. And there's there's a line and there's a lot of lines, but like the first line that made me hit that oh this is a different character kinda or at least it's reacting very differently is when she's in the in the periscope she responds very I'm bad at words uh but like. Preppy, bratty, like uh, it's a very yeah, valley I mean, girl delivery. Yeah, she, she does. She does have that, and I really liked it. I'll yeah, say. it's fair. Um, it's just different. It's I guess, I guess it's different, really... but it's like it's like not that different. It just feels like it's like because like one thing about this episode, we'll get into it, is that like Diva Talks is having a pretty good time this episode. And we didn't get a lot of that before because, like, she's always losing and fucking up, and like, so to me, it just well, felt like it just felt like she was happy. Uh, I don't know. It felt very different to me. I mean, I'm sure it is different. I'm sure she is approaching a character differently. I just, I don't know. It wasn't that striking to me. It was just like, it, okay, it was, it was really <laughs> jarring for me because, like, and yeah. it wasn't jarring the first time because the first time all we had of all we had of Hillary Shepard was just the film. Yeah, and she actually like wasn't in that movie all that much. Grand scheme of things, the Rangers were the focus for the bulk of it. And then, you know, we had 25 episodes to get used to Carol Hoyt, and then switching back, that's when things were jarring. Because it's not, it's not just her voice. I, I wouldn't call Carol Hoyt's performance of Diva Talks subdued by any means, but even in just no. this one episode so far, and, you know, thinking back to the movie, Hilary Shepard is so much more just extra, for lack of a better word. Like... She is fucking. Yeah. She is all just out there. Like I thought, the original Divatox is pretty. I mean, not original. I thought I thought I thought Carol was pretty extra too. But 
Car- Carol Carol could throw some big tantrums, but like yeah, like a regal. Na- I'm I'm on a first name basis with Carol, by the way. <laughs> she's like stretching her arms out and just doing all kinds of like, especially the way she's reacting to like, brother, you've brought me a space base. Like just the the whole she she puts some fucking yeah, spice on I mean, that I guess, one. I guess she was a little bit more like animated than than Hoyt. She's more like mm, like I don't know that I keep going back to the pizza episode which is my favorite episode so far. I think I would notice it more if like if we had like okay here's Carol Hoyt's pizza episode and here's Hillary Sorry, what was it? Shepherd. Hillary Shepherd's pizza episode. Then I would notice it I think because like that's that. That's yeah. very specific. Like they, have, I think. I think their their um interpretations of the character would show more in an episode like that than this episode, which is kind of just like she wasn't even in it that much compared to. <sighs> like, that's fair, but like disagree. Not I disagree. For me, it was different. Like maybe it's because the last episode I was on, even though I did watch the Phantom Ranger episode, I couldn't make it into that recording. Um, the last episode I was on was the pizza episode, and I still have that image. I one I think it's my favorite episode of Power Rangers we've covered, like bar none. It's fin- it's a fantastic episode. But I have like her, and she's my favorite part of that episode. I yeah. have all her scenes in my head right now, and she just acts. Even in that episode where she loses her memory for part of it, before the memory loss and after, she has like this energy that's completely different to what uh, Hillary's bringing up in in this episode. Who knows the rest of the season? But it's, I think it is noticeable. I mean, like y'all are probably right like i'm I'm just i just have a shitty actor palette i guess because like i don't know like it's like it's like some people can taste a bunch of flavors in a dish and some people will be like oh this tastes good i don't really know like i don't <laughs> see it. my my palate isn't as refined as yours when it comes to diva talks <laughs> uh, so eric could you put some fancy music here for a second Welcome to Inside the Power Rangers Actors Studio. Uh, today we will be analyzing the performance of one uh, Diva Talks. Anyway, you can cut that whole bit out. It's <laughs> no, that was fun. great. That was fantastic. <laughs> oh. I loved it. <laughs> so one thing, one thing I do want to uh, mention because I feel like this is a big point to hit home. So, so Hillary Shepard is, I guess, considered the primary diva talks because she was in the film and that's silly you know she had the role first and like her twitter handle is the real diva yeah. talks so i mean that's I a pretty definitive the, statement that um, seems kind of um, uh, that kind of seems like mean to carol yeah, but i mean i think i don't know about the i don't know i don't know this both ways but based on a quick yeah quick cursory glance through her Twitter, it seems like she's a type of actress, an actor who, like, you know, does the convention circuit and, like, the pencil on autographs and conventions. So I would understand the need to be, like... 
I don't know if the real diva talks, but to be like diva talks. Does anyone know if if Carol is on Twitter? And I was gonna say maybe Carol Hoyt doesn't give a shit. Maybe she's like, yeah, fine, you're the real diva talks. Is she Carol know. Hoyt, but... the original diva talks one on Twitter, or the original with like quotes around it? So like Carol Hoyt and Hillary Shepard are much like the Ghostbusters, is what you're telling. Me. I will say this: I think, I think Hillary Shepard might just care more because. She has a much more like full filmography as an actress compared to Carol Hoyt, who's pretty much just done Turbo. I mean, she's got other credits, but like I think she might have not primarily been an actor. Like she might have just been otherwise involved in the project and brought in. I'm not sure. Uh, but I will say this for Hillary Shepard: uh, she definitely posted a selfie. Holding some weed paraphernalia and wearing the Divatox mask, and that's worth her. a lot of points for me. I love so. her. <laughs> um, yeah, not, nothing, nothing against uh, against uh, the Carol actress Hoyt. or either actress here. Uh, yeah. Just, I'll get used to it. Uh, uh, Hillary, well, I'm gonna get used to it. So what? What I was gonna say, uh, we kind of we kind of got sidetracked there, but what I was gonna say is. So, Hillary Shepard's considered the main diva talks, but here's the thing. They have both been exactly the same number of episodes of Power Rangers. Uh, five of Hillary's uh, would come, like, later in the show. I believe they're all... In space. I believe she's in, in space for five episodes. I don't okay. know how involved or extensive those appearances are. Um, but, yeah, they have each been in 25 episodes of Power Rangers, and then Hillary has the movie as the leg up on that count. But it, that is a weird thing to think about is the fact that like, this is the actual like primary actress who was cast originally as diva talks and is technically in fewer episodes of power Rangers turbo. Mm. So it's, it's weird. Cause we're at episode 26 and the swap is happening. Um, which I guess is, is kind of also true for, I guess not quite like the new cast came in in episode 22, was it? They, were, they, they took over as Power Rangers, and there's 45 episodes? So in, in both cases, it's about half and half, roughly. And it does... Interesting. It, it, is, it is kind of weird the way this show is split neatly in half. Um, but anyway, that's, that's about all I had, because uh, I didn't have a lot of prep time for this. Sorry, folks. I know I keep saying that, but usually when I take over, it was a last-second deal. So I talked about a video game. That's good enough. Yeah. Uh, so, are, are you ladies ready to just start talking about this fucking stupid episode for babies? Sure. sure. If we go quick, we can fuck around at the end for ten minutes or something. I oh, I don't know how quick we're gonna be because there's a lot. So yeah, this is fast. I'll do it in three <laughs> sentences. Um, no, we don't. No, no, we don't. This isn't the speed run, baby. <laughs> fuck. I mean, go ahead and hit me with those three sentences anyway, just no, so we not see. Not anymore. What... You ruined it. The moment is gone. The the my bit is over. You know, no butted me. My bit. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. we uh, Power Rangers Turbo season one episode twenty six. The darkest day. We open on TJ and Cassie on a hike, and we know they decided to go on a hike because TJ says, "Wow, Cassie, this hike was a really great idea. I'm so glad we're going on a hike. It's it's really great that you suggested we go on a hike, and then we're currently." 
on a hike. I sure enjoy hiking with you. It's really great that we're going on a hike. This is all real dialogue. I'm exactly quoting it, folks. No, it's pretty close, but a little off. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, we fucking whip pan up a hill. And there's Elgar and a bunch of Piranatrons. Well, yeah, because Elgar has been playing Breath of the Wild recently, and it's his like favorite way to take out enemies is just roll boulders on them. So, you know, he thought he'd bring it into his work. They're gonna <laughs> cause a rock, uh, a rock slide. And grumble, here's Diva talks, and this trouble, is grumble, 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 Rocky Elgar, grumble, grumble, grumble. Sure. Uh, so we uh, we get this is actually where we get our introduction to uh, the 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 new Diva talks. Because she is watching through a periscope that this shit is happening. She's like, yes! Yes! Kill them with rocks! Why didn't we think of this before? Just throw rocks at them! This is gonna be great! If it was good enough for Goofy, it's good enough for the Power Rangers. That's true. That is true. Goofy did fucking die to a rock. Mm -hmm. And he's dead for real. Yeah. Goofy Uh, would take a bullet. Yeah. Uh, So we keep interspersed with this, someone is trying to call Divatox, and Rygog is trying to get her to answer her damn phone, but she's too busy with her fucking rock plans and just doesn't have time to talk to people. And listen, I relate. You call me on the phone and it's not a number I recognize, I don't pick up. Alright? You always be on that periscope. Always be on that periscope. Uh, And so, let's kind of cut to the chase. The, The person trying to call her is her brother General Havoc, and he has a space base. And the space base is in the it's it's Sentai footage. And Emily, I think you said it's the planet that the Bozarks yeah, are is, from. This is Barbarian, which is like the planet slash ship that the the the, the Bozok, like that's their home base. Did y'all know space base was Nazis? Anyway, <laughs> what? I made I made a Ace of Ace joke because Ace, one one or two of the people in Ace of Ace t- turned out to be literal Nazis. Oh jeez. Oh okay. Did not know that. Yeah. Um. That's a bummer. Anyway. Yeah, uh, so know. yeah. So this is this is the evil. Pl- this is them. This episode is a lot of the Turbo production team. Trying to reintroduce concepts, yeah, from, from, from the Car Sentai Ranger. that, yeah, that the from Car Ranger that the first half of the season had largely discarded, and I don't know if this is a result of the writing team wanting to kind of bring things back to basics, or maybe it's the production staff being like, "Listen, we're getting into the latter half of the season. We're starting to like run out of money for original footage. We really ought to lean into the Sentai a bit more." Like, I don't know what what's going on, but this is. This is taking a lot of stuff that was either more important in the Sentai or was up until now exclusive to the Sentai and bringing it in, uh, in including this this planet, uh, this brother that Divatox has that's calling, and uh, some other fun friends we're going to meet in a bit. And uh, yeah, so Rygog is trying to get her to answer this call, and she refuses. And basically, Elgar and the Protrons, they can't seem to like properly push this rock down the hill. Until eventually, uh, Elgar just is fucking cartoon powers. It's like, oh, guys, I give up. I'm tired. And like leans against the rock and they, they start t- tumbling down. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, is like TJ Cassie. Oh, fuck. Rock slide. And we cut to uh, the theme song. And we cut back to, to the action. There's these big styrofoam fake rocks running 
like rolling toward the actors, and I always love that in, uh, so in television. They're so down scenes. They're so obviously not heavy. I love it. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, oh, they're so they're so springy, and the camera's <laughs> shaking wildly to try and emphasize that like there's a lot of like damage going on. It's real great. And so uh, TJ and Cassie call for uh, Lightning Cruiser and Star Blaster. So, I, and I mentioned that their names were cool on the Japanese one, like a few episodes ago or something. And I just want to—I got them their names here, so I don't want to say Pegasus Thunder is the red one and Dragon Cruiser is the blue one. And those are way better names. <laughs> yeah, they don't sound like Mountain Dew flavors, which some would say make them worse names. But we—you <laughs> yeah, be the I judge, sh- listener. I feel like every robot should sound like a Mountain Dew flavor. And they're, conversely, every Mountain Dew flavor should sound like a robot. They're not robots, they're sentient magic cars. <laughs> yeah, that's a robot. Yep, that is how <laughs> robots work. Yeah, um, all robots are sentient magic cars. That's how that works. Yep. Even Mega that's, Man? Yeah, Even Mega Man. Especially <laughs> Mega Man. <laughs> yeah, Mega Man is the most sentient magic car, if you think about it. <laughs> if you really think about it and get down into the, into the specifics. Is that different, or is that more magic car that, or less That's magic like car? a sentient magic electric car. Uh, yeah, I see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so this is actually kind of weird. Like, I I get why it's happening because they're going to use some Sentai footage in a second. But like in universe, it's kind of dumb that they call for these magic cars to make their getaway instead of I don't know teleporting away, D- using their superpowers. Yeah, it's just that's Something. just silly. Eh, you know whatever. Well, this brings us to um the the line I said is like. TJ's great one-liner here is he pulls up, they pull up in the in the mountain chaser, whatever the fuck it's called, and um, uh, they he says, "Didn't anyone teach you how to throw rocks?" Like it's the coolest thing he's ever said, and it's just like, "Good job, yeah. TJ." <laughs> this is this is kind of getting uh, to I'm something. Sorry, I, just, I don't know. I was just thinking of a. I was when I said mountain chaser, I was trying to think of a joke because you know it's just that's just kind of chaser you find on a mountain, I guess. Yeah, I I, I, but a mountain chaser is uh, <laughs> is is like an off-brand Mountain Dew flavor that's specifically used in mixing with like alcohol. There you See, go. <laughs> I went more kind of so immediately my mind was like, yeah, you know, Mountain Chaser getting on on those Mountain DMs. Yeah, like, <laughs> I was hey, trying to think of something like you that. You have beautiful eyes, <laughs> uh, stunning foliage. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're looking. Look, hey, uh, did you you have a boyfriend or something? <laughs> Let me just go through my DMs and start reading. I couldn't help but notice how great your peaks are. Yeah, <laughs> God, great ice caps there. I just love all terrain. <laughs> Spelunk into her DMs. God. Anyway, <laughs> what the fuck I have were shown we talking you minerals, about? Please respond. We're talking about um, Power Rangers. Are we? Is that what we're doing? Is that what we do here? We've never done that once in in our fucking life, Michael. There's a a non-suit fight. That's all that happens, really. Like, Cassie and TJ fight. It's a cool fight. What I was going to say is that um, I don't know know if Luke brought this up on the show uh, during the episodes I missed, or if it was just like... We're talking about Luke talking about how bad the acting is. Yeah, the, we are definitely back to this. Is a proud tradition of the show is every actor starts pretty bad and gets better <laughs> later. And yeah, 
we get some really, really, really bad one-liner deliveries from both TJ and Carlos in this episode. Yeah, Michael, you like, were there really for, the, yeah. for the last episode. We were talking about the bad acting. And I think Zach said some was trying to say something about how, like, oh, yeah, Rocky, Aisha, and, and, uh, and, and Adam were pretty good when they first started out. And it's like, no, they weren't. What are you talking no. about? <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. Um... Do you Listen, not remember we, the fucking Pachinko episode? <laughs> we we loved those boys by the time they were done, but yeah. they were not good at the start. <laughs> I respect um, the hustle that Zack is trying to bring to, like, we love those three characters specifically, which I think everyone in the podcast loves them, Um but yeah, no, they, they, were, they were bad. They were bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, and that's, that's basically that. I think uh, Elgar and his Perantrons retreat, and that's pretty much it for the scene. Uh, we cut back to the subcraft, and here's Diva Talks, and again, different actress, so she is just really, really going ham here, and I do mean ham. Uh, and, she, and she's just like, oh, I can't believe my fucking shitty asshole ballsack-looking nephew couldn't move just a few tons of rock what a fucking useless piece of shit. Why would I ever want to use family for anything? Relatives fucking suck. Fuck relatives. Male relatives specifically don't need them. And then her brother walks in. And, uh, sorry, I had to laugh at my own joke. Uh, her, <laughs> very her funny, brother Michael. walks in and is like, hey, uh, why doesn't my sister ever answer her fucking calls? And she's like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's me, General Havoc. What's up? And this dude, this dude is really just, he is prim and proper, and he is yeah. carrying, like, a rapier. They're, oh, no, they're that's clearly... not a rapier. That's, like, um, that's supposed to be, like, an instructor thing. Because, like... A baton? Yeah, it's, like, a baton, because in, in this, in the, you know, Car Ranger garage... Pit stop at the Car Ranger garage. This is Richie Hiker who, uh, instructor Richie Hiker specifically, who gets hired by the Bozok because they keep, like, not being able to defeat the Car Rangers. So he's, like, he's kind of, like, a bad guy consultant. And he comes in, and he's a bit of a con artist. Like, he, he talks about how cheap his wages are, and then after doing the job, like, asks for an exorbitant amount of cash. And they keep him on for, like, some reason, even though none of his plans um, succeed. Um, and when uh, he originally... Some cost policy, I'd assume. Yeah, and when he when he originally shows up, he's got like a blue helmet and a white coat, and in this he's got like a gold helmet. And when I watched the Car Ranger episode to do with this, I had to skip ahead a bit. I didn't see it happen, but I guess he gets like upgraded, and he he um the, this this maybe this he paints himself gold with all the money he's built, he's getting. I mean, from I, the I, I I I don't know. Like we'll see, but like um, and I'll come back to you with that, listeners. But uh. Um, it's kind of interesting how, like, this episode is a lot like the Sentai in terms of, like, the, there's a shakeup in the, in who the bad guys are. Even, even though he doesn't take over from Divatox here, like Rich Hiker does in the Sentais, what happens is he, he takes over the Bozok and kicks, um, Rygog's equivalent out, uh, and Zonette out. And they're, like, kind of on their own now, not part of the Bozok right now, because he's taken them over. Um, but it's kind of the same where like the new bad guy shows up, these, um, he comes up with his new robot and kicks their asses and it calls for like kind of a change. And 
I think that's kind of interesting that there is some similarities, but key differences in the the Car Ranger episode and uh, this episode. Okay. Uh, so, more importantly, General Havoc is here because he has finished building the space base that uh, Divatox asked him to build, I guess, a thousand years ago or something? Hundred, she says. Hundred, okay, yeah. Well, the point is, he's been working on mm-hmm. a damn long time. Yeah, and I guess he's like some... Because he's a general, and she's a queen. So I guess he's like below her in rank, even though he's clearly more competent. <laughs> yeah, there's a, definitely a lot of him being like, Dear sister, I am ever at your command. Like, yeah, a I mean, whole he's, lot he's, of that. He's, he's not like upset about it like there's actually some really cute parts in this episode where she like makes fun of him a little bit or like she goes like i don't remember exactly what it is but she goes for like some kind of gesture and then she's like he, you, you may hold my hand and then he reaches for it and she like basically does the high five too slow kind of thing yeah and he's and like then, oh but, that's a good one sister. yeah yeah his reaction is is like oh good one <laughs> like yeah. it's so it's, good it's, i love this guy <laughs> <laughs> it's weird how this guy feels like he fit he would fit better with the old Divatox who also spoke a bit like yeah, an aristocrat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, he, he has, he has finished a space base and they're good. She's like, well, can the subcraft dock with it? And he's like, of oh, fucking course it can. Let's get you <laughs> off this rock. And we're, we're gonna, we're gonna go back to, to my space base and I'm going to help you conquer this, Dipshit little rock. I, they say they say space base a lot, and it's good. Yeah, you're not the one for me. To be fair, I'm seeing from the Mountain Goats covers of I Saw the Sign, which is actually really good. You should go look at it. It's from one of their go early. Go look tapes. at that music. Look anyway. at those waveforms. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's real good. I Some real good audio. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna. We're going to have a, a bit where they're, they're yeah, basically waiting on Elgar to come back before they leave. But in a bit, uh, the subcraft is going to leave and head to the space base. But I didn't forget to mention this. I'm saving it for last because it is the most important thing in this episode. Because General Havoc has brought with him his elite forces. Mm-hmm. He only ever refers to them as his elite forces. I don't know if they get an official name in Power Rangers or not. But Yeah, you know, it's the elite. It's... Uh Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, uh, Cody Rhodes, Hangman Page. That's the elite, right? Margie Scurll. I hope none I, of I don't those know. people none of us are, have yeah, become <laughs> sexpests <laughs> since I mentioned them because I haven't kept up with wrestling. In you're not, uh, sorry, you're yeah, not getting the tag team belt, Fabby. You're on your own on this one. Yeah. Um, no, yeah <laughs> I'm, honestly, I'm mostly saying for like the couple people I know who follow wrestling. Hi, Victor. Um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. But the but the the point is these these elite soldiers that General Havoc has brought the with them elite the the elite. Sorry, go ahead. The 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 uh, that we're going to find are not only his best soldiers; they are seemingly invincible because supposedly they can fight on both land and water because they don't need to breathe. These these fucking soldiers have so much going on. They're the Wumpers. Yeah, I'm so excited oh. to see them. They're the fucking Car Ranger Mooks. It's your boys. Your babies. Like Michael's saying here, though, it's funny because he's like, these elite robot soldiers, and they're like such a joke in Sentai. And I'm just, I'm, I'm really excited to see them, though. I'm really glad they finally got brought to the Power Rangers. Because there's a lot of Sentai footage we've missed out on because they just couldn't show the Wumpers, and now they can, so. And yeah. it's, it's so weird that they didn't, because, like, 
I, I get I get why we got like I get why we got the Lord Zed putties. You know, and, and also the uh the, the the tangas in seasons two and three because they weren't using those Ranger suits designs in two and three, so yeah. there wasn't much point in trying to use that footage anyway. But like with the exception of the change of the villain here in Turbo, we're basically just using Sentai footage for the most part. Mm-hmm. And, you know, on some level, I, I could think, like, because there's probably some seasons coming up where, like, they have to change the mooks because there's just something about the mooks that they're like, oh, American kids aren't going to like this. Or, like, like, uh, fucking, what are they called? The standards and practices here on the American side for the networks aren't going to like these mooks for whatever reason. Like, there's some specific reason why they can't use these mooks. I don't think there's anything going on with the Wumpers that they couldn't use, as yeah. evidenced by the fact that they do eventually just use them. Also, like the, the soups look way cheaper and easier to repair than the Piranatrons, which are like pretty elaborate yeah. suits, actually. Is it is it just because like the people making the movie didn't want to put Wumpers in? Was that the problem? They would just look too cheap for the film? Yeah, but even even then, the Piranatrons in the film don't look like the Piranatrons from the show, so they could have just no. switched it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. But you know what? Thankfully, they're here. They're finally here. We've got fucking Wumpers. Uh, they're, they're here. They're fucking... They're queer. Yep, probably. They are... Look at those colors. Yeah. I mean, the only other... The only other um, but one of these we've seen has been the Chromite, and the Chromite was incredibly gay. So he got <laughs> married to Elgar. So like, did you all see yeah. the the outtakes? I didn't. Uh, there's an outtake that it was right before we recorded, so I didn't like rewind to listen to it. But there's two Wampers just in the balcony talking to each other and it <laughs> sounded like they were flirting but like I honestly <laughs> could, but they were like really really close face to face in the balcony very romantic like um, I'm we just stand. saying Wumpers are queer that's the, that's the uh, Power Rangers spinoff we need two gay Wumpers yeah uh, get, uh, <laughs> whoever, whoever does wumpers. fan art for us give us that one two gay Wumpers let's go let's see what colors they were that's Coming important. this uh, season to, to NBC, uh, so <laughs> we cut to the we cut to the Jim and Juice bar, and Justin is mad that he missed out on the rock slide because he's like, "Man, I'm a superhero. I should be able to get involved in every near death experience. I need to almost <laughs> die. It's the only way I feel alive at this point. I need to get my thrills. I need to get my rocks off. I'm sorry. I have I have to experience." Like being an inch away from my instant complete erasure from this earth, because I'm 12 and that's all I understand now. He doesn't. He doesn't have his friend Nico anymore for some reason. So he has to. He, he just. He just an empty <laughs> hole in his life that needs to be filled with danger. Yeah. Playing, <laughs> you all didn't even mention him. He was playing basketball at the beginning of the invisibility episode, and then it's he just never comes back. And I you know, we did now mention. that you mention it, I like oh, to okay. think that it's fucking like. Do you ever see that Peanuts special where Snoopy's a magician and he makes Charlie Brown disappear and like what? the show gets interrupted and he never like he forgets to make him reappear? Ah, no. <laughs> so Charlie Brown's just running around invisible for a while. That's a weird one because I think that's the only like Charlie Brown thing that has like straight up magic in it. Like straight up supernatural shit. Yeah, that's wild. I didn't wow. But I, I, it's great, honestly. H- highly recommended. Um 
But like, yeah, like Nico's just Nico, and maybe like the other two to three guys who were playing basketball that day. I don't know. Never they're just fucking back. sitting there in the other dimension. Like, yeah. uh, hello. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, it might be that uh, Demetria left them there on purpose. Because I remember in that episode, and again, y'all didn't bring this up. They disappeared, and immediately Justin and Carlos start talking about Diva Talks and Power Ranger shit. Mm-hmm. Where it's confirmed later that invisible people can still see everything that's going on. Oh, so, so, so like, so she just made it so that they didn't come back, so they couldn't tell anybody. Yeah, exactly. God. Every so often, Ju- Justin will ask Demetrius, "Like, have you have you seen Nico anywhere? He was he was her only real friend. Nico that was really my age." Sad. <laughs> uh, but anywho, so yeah, so. But uh, I think it's Ashley who is like, yeah, so you missed out on the thing, but like, I've got another fun thing you could do. Here's tickets to local tours of places where there have been monster sightings in Angel Grove. And Power Ranger fights. It's really exciting for us because we've never been near a monster fight. (laughs) See, I'm two, two ways about this. On one hand, it's very like, yay, we're going to the places we work. (laughs) <laughs> on the other hand I'm like oh maybe they're like oh maybe they'll do like some classic fights because they mentioned classic monsters in a second they'll That's do true. like places where they had classic fights so it's like putting you know res- honoring the rangers of the past yeah so but they don't really lean in the angle they they don't it's fucking weird because and we've 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 talked about this a bunch I think off air maybe it was on air today I don't know but we've also just how weird it is that when the Rangers change, they just pretend like nothing happened. Like they don't. Like I think it was Emily and I talking about this earlier. Yeah, There's some we stuff were, that we happens were, in this episode that feels really weird because near, of the fact the, that these Rangers of, have been here for. Yeah, near the end of the episode is a scene where I'm like, this would be a really good part time to mention that Justin like knew the old Rangers and then talk about them a yeah. bit. But yeah, or just like because fucking spoiler, we're gonna lose. Like this is a Megazord changeup. They're gonna lose the Turbo Zord. Which and like, I'm gonna miss it, it so much. I love it. <laughs> yeah, but like you could you could ring some like good character moments out of the fact that like you know TJ beating himself up for being like I've been a Power Ranger for like a week and already I've mm-hmm. lost the Megazord. God damn it! How could I fuck this up? You know something like that. Yeah, and like they, I mean they entrusted this to us. Yeah, I really do hate that they're trying to pretend. You know the joke, the the joke. They've yeah. always been the Power Rangers. I. Mm-hmm. It's upsetting at points because just because you're like you could just you could do you could do some actual character drama in here. Yeah, there's some, there's yeah. some really good potential. Yeah, for like you character could, drama that they just they just leave I, on the table. Yeah, think think about everything they could wring out of the fact that like technically speaking, the veteran on the team right now is a small boy. Yeah, like um, you could you could really get some out of that, but. The, the point I, I was laboriously. Next season, they do do that good. I remember one episode in particular that does that well. So okay. hopefully, it's just the rest of Turbo that's this weird in between where they haven't committed to having a legacy. Yeah. Yet. That, that was the point I was going to get to is it is weird for them to acknowledge all of this season one shit. Yeah. While doing this, you know? Like, Pudgy Pig gets mentioned in this episode. And I got, like, almost every... Like, yeah. We're, we're about to do a monster or two here, and every monster that gets mentioned is, like, a season one monster. Yeah, I don't remember what season the Pexter's from, and that was the other one that was mentioned. Yeah. No, wait, yes, Pe- Pexter was season one, because that was the one that, like, Zach fought with balloons. 
Yeah, those were all season one monsters. Holy cow. Um, but like, I know you meant Power Ranger Sack, but I definitely did imagine our Sack fighting a monster with balloons and being like, I don't remember that happening. Y'all were having like a cool bit. I, did I miss See, that's actually, that's actually why he's not here right now. He's off gallivanting as a superhero. Fighting the Paxter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, but and like and the thing is the fact that this, again this is kind of getting ahead of ourselves those monsters are going to be name dropped by bulk yeah it's yeah. one of the few characters well that's because we're already kind of talking about it yeah and it's the next well, okay scene, so, so let's let's finish the mm-hmm. scene we were on so like it's basically carlos is like i don't want to go on that tour that's dumb and then ash is like yeah well i got tickets for all of us he's like okay yeah give me those and well i got tickets for us three about his acting like when carlos says that he sounds really sarcastic but he, he was being sincere. He doesn't want to go. But it sounds like he's been like, oh, wouldn't want to go to where monsters are. Like making a joke about how he's a Power Ranger, but it's not what he's doing. He's just sincerely... I do like that they're, they're keeping this Ashley Carlos thing, at, at least for a while, for a bit. I know that in space... Until her, her, her space boyfriend shows up. And then... Yeah, until her space boyfriend. And also, mm-hmm. I do like that they're keeping like the, you know... Carlos's best friend Justin. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, Emily. Mm? Emily. Mm? I love you. Yeah. And I trust you so much. Yeah. If you had a space boyfriend, you'd tell me, right? Of course. <laughs> I mean, like, That's... I have, I already have other partners, and I've told you about them. Michael, the <laughs> yeah, first that, rule, like, the other first partners rule is... <laughs> of space polyamory is you tell your space partners. About all your partners. Yeah. And, and so far. I know. It's, it's just like, as far as I know, everybody's been human so far. And it's just like a space boyfriend. Like, that's that's another step. You know, that's a that's another level that I need time <laughs> to, like, ease up to. You okay, know? Well, fair, Michael, gotta, gotta give me some Andrew's, time. Andros is a species whose name I forget just to look like humans. So it wouldn't be that much. Honestly, if I was going to have just... a space boyfriend, I would hope it would be, like, some tentacle monster. Because that... I want something more than my space boyfriend than just a human that's in space, you know? It's a wasted opportunity if you get a space boyfriend and he's just a man. Yeah. Everyone knows you only yeah. get one space boyfriend. <laughs> that's the rule. Everybody gets one. We only have Everyone so many. We have to ration these out. <laughs> Thank um. you, sir. May I have another space boyfriend? No. Only one space boyfriend for you. Uh. Listen, can't you read the sign on the front of the store? One space boyfriend per customer. And we do keep track, all right? You try to come back in here with a fake mustache, we will notice, okay? One space boyfriend each. We're serious. There's <laughs> only um, so many to go around, okay? <laughs> yeah, like, listen, listen. The manufacturer went out of business. There's only so many left, all right? Whatever we have is all we're ever going to have. we got to be careful, all right? We have to – listen, folks, folks, we have to conserve the space boyfriends, all right? <laughs> our, our wasteful American capitalist consumption uh-huh. has – like, space boyfriends are a finite resource, <laughs> and we have, we have to be careful – Right here, senators. We need to we need to conserve space boyfriends. AP recommends. 
you were both. We're doing three we're going, bits at once. We're going so far in this bit. Okay, let's, let's let's bring it back a little bit here. It was a good bit, though. It's not a TWA episode if Fabi doesn't sing badly off key. That is true. Uh, it's, it's, the law. It's, a, it's in my contract. I'm required. I really want to talk about this theme of Vulcan Skull, y'all. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of, sp- theme of Vulcan Skull. <laughs> speaking of space boyfriends, Bulk is out here um, <laughs> talking about, like, he, he's given the monster tour, and he is he has apparently taken the monster tour kind of off course so that Skull can come out in a monster costume. Okay, but here's the thing I want to talk about is, like, they they've gone to this like joke for a while where like they keep trying all these different jobs the idea of bulk being a, a tourist for like a tour guide for people um in angel grove for like monster attacks for like tourists and stuff that's actually a great job for Malkin Skull because they have a ton of experience of monsters yeah so like i when i when i first saw this scene i was like oh fuck yeah this is could be cool and then and then they just get fucked over like always and it's like oh yeah well, the, the fucked up thing is that it's actually their experience with monsters that screws them over here, because Bulk and Skull have taken them on a detour to Angel Grove Lake, so Bulk can talk about the fact that he saw the big spaceship go into the lake at the beginning of the season, and you know, and the fucking like this shitty kid and these shitty parents in in the crowd, and this is this is one of the most frustrating things with Power Rangers that also recurs with Bulk and Skull. Is them saying we saw some weird alien shit and people going, the fuck are you talking about? There's no weird alien shit in Angel Grove. Yeah, and like, like th- when, yeah. when everyone's really incredulous about the alien ship, I for a, for a fraction of a second I thought they were going to do a joke that like, yeah, we live here, we've all seen aliens, but like, yeah, that's, that, 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 that would have been too. a way better joke too, because like, yeah, that would have made mm-hmm. more sense. <laughs> like, if you haven't, if you don't believe in aliens, why? Are you a truer? Are you a weird <laughs> monster truer? You're like, yeah, no, those monster attacks are fake. We talked about this a few weeks ago. Uh, me, Zach, and Jordan, we were talking about how the fact that, like, there's probably people in Angel Grove that are fucking like, yeah, there's there, there's no monsters. Reader Pulse is a conspiracy by the government so they can they can put, like, fucking morphin grid in our drinking water. It's like, too true. Because it's, that's, like, he what, 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 like, a false flag operation. <laughs> yeah. That that's exactly what would happen too, just based on like current events in society. <laughs> yeah, uh, but so yeah, so these people don't believe bulk, and they they basically storm off and they lose the tour group. And we and mentioned it really briefly, but Skull got in a monster costume, and I think it's really funny that they all laughed and knew right away it was a fake monster costume when all the yeah. monsters are fake monster costumes. <laughs> no, they they could tell because they had too much hair. Yeah, the monsters know. never have that much it was, hair. It wasn't enough paper mache. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't plasticky enough. It's weird that the people get mad because, like, Bulk and Skull, like, they're really not trying to pass Skull off as a real monster. It's like, oh no, folks, here comes the monster. Like, I could buy that as just part of a tour at a tourist yeah. trap. Yeah, because like, and like, and then and then people are complaining that they didn't see a real monster. It's like, why did you want to see a real monster? They're incredibly dangerous. Like, so um, <laughs> let me take us into a small detour. Are you all familiar with the film series uh, Tremors? Yeah, no, I, I know it exists, and I've heard its name. So <laughs> in the movie Tremors Three, they go back to the city, the small town from the first Tremors movie. And there is 
a dude who wasn't in the first movie, who didn't live in town, who has moved in and has started, uh, like, a tourist trap to, like, pretend there's tremors. I mean, that's not what they're called. But there's pretend that those weird... uh, There's a name for them. Tremors are hanging at me. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I went out with someone who really liked tremors and knew the names. Anyways, um, that... They still exist and they're around. And then that moves on to the TV show, which I've seen way too much of. And they keep that bit going. And that's my favorite bit in the show and the movie of like, yeah, no, there's an actual one of these monsters going around here. And we have a tour to bring you around or we have fake ones to make you believe this thing that actually happened and people still don't believe it. There's a whole episode where so a guy doesn't believe that they exist and goes on the tour and then gets eaten. Uh, yeah, that show's weird. Uh, cool. The actor but, from so yeah, so these Back people the they're called center. graboids. Graboids, thank you. <laughs> I didn't look it up. <laughs> yeah, so they're, <laughs> they're graboids, so... screamers, and ass blasters. Oh boy! So so this little <laughs> this shitty little girl. Kicks Skull in the shins. Uh, they get humiliated. Yeah, and, and like, and, and the Rangers laugh that this guy was just bullied by a child. Cool. Yeah. The, Our as heroes, always, the Rangers. Everyone. <laughs> like, and again, these Rangers have been Rangers for like four episodes, but they know to be really shitty to these two guys in particular for no reason. Like, the, <laughs> like this current batch of Rangers has zero cause to hate these guys. They're just being shitty to them. The morphing grid requires a sacrifice, Michael. <laughs> uh, you're right, you're right. Uh, so, who should be their boss at this job, but... Jerome Stone? Fuck Owner off. of the gym and juice bar? Is also yeah, running he, the tours? Remember, he is rich, so he does have money to spend on weird side businesses. I guess. But yeah, he's just like... You fucking guys talking about the spaceship in the lake again. I swear to God, I'm giving you one more chance, but I better not see any of this horseshit tomorrow. And then he walks off and books go like, no. Now, the next thing that's about to happen is that the uh, the subcraft is going to, you know, fly out of the lake and go into space. I honestly thought that as soon as Detective Stone walked away and Bulk and Skull were the only ones left in the area, the subcraft would, like, come up behind them and we get a joke about how, like, you oh, they see it leave. Yeah. Like, it feels like such an obvious gag that I'm shocked they didn't do it. Because it's not like... Because Emily initially suggested that it might be like, oh, maybe they didn't have the budget for the effect, but, like, we're going to see the full launch sequence for this yeah. thing. You know, yeah. so... They could have. They could have just done did it. And like I, mm. I mentioned, like, well, maybe because it's in darkness. But then Michael mentioned, like, they could have just had a green screen. And it's like, yeah, then we've done it before. Why not? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the sun is going to go down, and Elgar's going to like get back to the ship, and he's going to get a whole thing. He's like, oh, Uncle uh, Havoc, Havoc. Thank you. It's going to take me a while to remember this guy's name. Uh, so this reinforces that like Divatox and Havoc have at least one other sibling that I don't think we ever see. Yeah, like, we keep seeing fucking her siblings. Like, we know Demetria is her sister, not in the show, but in the podcast we do. We mm-hmm. know that this guy is is her brother. None of them are the parents of Elgar. <laughs> Who are Elgar's parents, then? 
And like, and here's the thing. Usually when we see this evil space alien monsters or whatever, we don't really wonder about their lineage because like they're space aliens. Who cares? But the fact that he has an aunt and an uncle and another aunt, <laughs> maybe an aunt, I assume Demetrius' is aunt, could maybe, be his maybe mom. Maybe Demetrius is his mom. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> But that would raise the question of how would how would Divatox know that Elgar is her nephew, but not know that Demetria is her sister? Does she not That's know that? I there. thought she did know. That, no, she know. doesn't. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Anywho, any fucking who? Uh, yeah. So mm. it just it's but just the fact that like once once you tell some once you tell us that a character has aunts and uncles, that implies they have parents. And like yeah. at that point, the question becomes: Is who like, who are the parents? They, they who added, gave birth to they Elgar? Added, they added family in like in Pirate of Season One, but like it's a clear like there's a there's a there's a clear connection. There's Rita and her brother Rito and their dad. Like okay, we don't know where the mom is, but it's not that important. But like in this, it's like yeah, weird. I don't yeah. know. And, and actually, yeah, we, we get a lot of Divatox's called... family. Cause so, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, why isn't the brother called Debotox? That's that's the name and convention that we've learned so far. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're right. Uh, but also, like, we actually we meet a lot of this family, actually, because we've also meet, uh, met uh, Debotox's mom, mm-hmm. who... I mean, and her, I, and her I, dad is in the pit. We know that. Is in the mm-hmm. pit, yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess Havoc could be her half-brother, so that's not automatically also his mom and not automatically also Algar's grandma, but like still who the fuck knows. Yeah. Who, I don't know. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, so he's back on the ship and they're getting ready to leave. Uh, Elgar's like, Oh yeah, uncle have it. Great to see you. And he's like, it's not great to see you. Elgar, you worthless <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> Poor Elgar. And, yeah. Best. Uh, yeah, so that we have this whole sequence, you know, uh, fucking Rygog and Porto are all like, you know, in, in, launch the thrusters, engage the fins, so on and so forth. And they go off into, they fly off into space, and they're going to go dock with this ship. And uh, we actually get kind of a funny sequence where the ship is slowly approaching, uh, appre- wow, slowly approaching the uh, um, space base. And Elgar's like, okay, can I hit the docking lever? He's like, no, not yet. How about now? Not yet. My favorite part is the, is the Wumpers flagging it down. Yeah, there's fucking <laughs> Wumpers on a green screen flagging it down. It's great. It they they reinforce the fact that they're in space by having one of the Wumpers be like sideways and upside down. Um, but yeah, eventually uh, she she's doing her makeup and eventually yells, "Okay, Elgar, hit hit it!" And then he does, and then she smears makeup on her face because you know. Because she's an idiot. Because like she, she 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 told them to stop. She she, she knows it was going to stop. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So it's 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 time mm-hmm. for for Havoc to show his sister the space base he built in her honor, and she's like, "Oh, thank goodness you remembered the space balcony I wanted." And we we finally get for the first time this season because every season has to have it. We get the evil villain's balcony that overlooks a fucking painting of the Earth. <laughs> uh, you love you love to see it. Not sarcastic at all. Um, and yeah, we get the moment where uh, Diva talks, offers her hand, and Havoc goes to take it, and then she pulls it away, and they have a nice laugh. And yeah, we just get uh, just this balcony shot of the two of them and Elgar and a bunch of Wumpers, like looking out over the scenery, and it's it's really great. 
Uh, and then uh, Havoc has one more surprise for her because he's like, and I've saved the best for last. I, I didn't forget the secret weapon you wanted. And he hits a button and yeah, he's like, uh, what, do we see the weapon yet? No, we don't see it yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we do. Oh, we okay. See it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we see Mechagodzilla. We see Bay. The this monster robot in the in the Sentai is called Breaking. Oh, two electric boogaloo. Which is a which is a which is a subtle reference to breaking in cars. <laughs> two electric boogaloo. Uh, we can't do electric boogaloo. That phrase isn't funny anymore. It is if you use it with the actual movie. I I. I have to put my foot down, but if you say breaking and I say two electric boogaloo, it is still comedy gold because that's the actual name of the movie. I didn't even know that. Yeah, no, we can't. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we can't use boogaloo because people like Ace of Base are using it now. I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> bring it back around, Nazi jokes. Uh, so yeah, so well, we we that's cut why to, you come to the show, right? Yep, that's what that's. That's what you sign up for, teenagers with attitude. I, I'm, uh, not, I'm not. I'm not comfortable with saying that. Teenagers <laughs> with attitude has a big, strong, clear um, policy in fuck Nazis, not I can't fuck fascists, mm-hmm. fuck any type of yeah fascists, white supremacists, turfs, fuck them all. Swerfs. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, we cut to the command center. And Bubsy is all like, "Yo, yo, yo! We, uh, I, I sense the the subcraft leaving leaving the water there, and I, I don't know, I don't know where it went." And Demetrius like, "Alpha, I'm not going to phrase this as a question because I've stopped doing that. But can you hit some buttons or something?" And we, yeah, I, <sighs> we get we get a we get a shot here of bisexual icon Havoc due to this lighting here. Yes, yeah. So Havoc. <laughs> Have it comes up on a on a screen. He's like, "So, uh, hey, lighting. yep." <laughs> he he says, "Listen, uh, I'm going to destroy the Earth, but I'm going to give you a chance to surrender. Meet me at Angel Grove Pier, you fucking stupid color coded teenagers." Yeah, he says. Yeah, it's like it's like uh, you can prepare your declaration of surrender, and like I, I kind of I really like this. Like he's. He's, he's waving his dick around here, right? and he he can back it up. We'll see in a bit. <laughs> yeah, we'll see in a bit. Um, but before that, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Yeah. Hey, this is Cassidy, and you need to listen up because I only have twenty seconds to tell you about my actual play podcast. Oh shoot, that was six seconds already. Just like how this advert is bite-sized, each episode is a bite-sized chunk of role-playing content. We do mostly one-shots of systems like Masks, Interstitial, and D&D 5e. Come check us out at Strangers Fiction on AudioEntropy.com. Hey, welcome back. Uh, So yeah, so we fade to commercial fade back, and when we get back, Havoc just reiterates that like if the rangers don't come to this uh place at the pier to surrender he's going to destroy the earth and tj turns to carlos and alpha is like well alpha call the other rangers we better play it safe and at least show up at this thing we're not planning to surrender but we better at least go uh and so they morph and we cut to a fantastic sentai shot which is this guy sitting at a fancy table 
uh, with two like chairs around it. Like these are just f- like real fancy like outdoor furniture. Yeah, like like you would have at a nice fancy tea party. Yeah, and like I don't know why he has the second chair, but I guess just to look cool. And he's drinking tea. Like, just out of a, a dainty cup on a dainty saucer. <laughs> He's just like, mm, yes, a, a, a wonderful spot of tea. And recall that he has no mouth. <laughs> but he must <laughs> sip. <Yep. laughs> uh, and so the rangers drive up in Storm Chaser Mountain Blaster. And like, okay, all right, buddy. What the fuck do you want? What's your deal? Who are you? Let, come on, lay it out for us. He's like, no, uh, you're in no position to ask questions of me, I, but I, I do want to point I'll out indulge that you regardless. He offers the rangers a muffin, which I like. <laughs> that is true. He offers them a muffin. Uh, he's like, well, uh, I, I am General Havoc, and you are going to surrender uh, to my sister Divatox, or I'm going to just fucking destroy your planet. How does that sound? And the rangers like, we never surrender. We've been on the job for like six days and we we haven't surrendered yet and we don't plan to start now. <laughs> and he just goes, well, uh, there's a first time for everything, especially when you're only six days in. And uh, I'm extremely powerful and uh, you really should just surrender. Otherwise, I'll fucking kill you. And they're like, oh, yeah, you and what army? And he's like, this one. And he summons the Wumpers. Yeah. And they, they, come, they, they use this like reverse shot footage. To, like, have them jump out of the water, and it's sick. It's great. Although, as excited <laughs> as we are to have the Wumpers finally formally introduced into Power Rangers, the Wumper fight lasts, like, two seconds. Like, the, it, we, we get, we get like, two to three seconds of the Rangers fighting the Wumpers, and the show's like, okay, that's enough of that. We need to move on to the next thing. We're pressed for time. Come on, let's keep moving. Uh, and we cut back to... Uh, we, we we cut back over to General Havoc. He's like, "Well, that was a that was a really nice, very brisk fight against my minions." And the Rangers are like, "Is that okay?" And he's like, "As a matter of fact, it isn't." Well, I think he says, "Is that all you've got?" No, I know, but it's it's a joke. It's it's a reference to "Is that okay?" Which was like a net, which was like a Newgrounds animation that I have fallen. I didn't get that reference. <laughs> I didn't get it at all. I'm Someone sorry. Someone will. I hope. <laughs> Cassie Someone will. out there will get my <laughs> reference someday. Uh, so, <laughs> so basically, he just says like, "Well, that was nice." Anyway, fuck you guys. I've got a robot, <laughs> and he gets into the metal saurus. And and the best thing about this thing is that he's in an open cockpit at the top of the thing, and it's so fucking good. <laughs> okay, this is where we get TJ saying, "We need a bigger boat." Okay. Uh, but they, 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 okay, this is the most frustrating thing, and I know it's a product of the Sentai footage, but this guy shows up in a giant robot, and their first thought is not, well, let's get our giant robot, what we use to fight giant things. No, first let's call the turbine laser. And, uh, they do that, and they shoot it, and it doesn't work. It, like, it, like, dings Uh, off of it, it's like... Yeah. And then he, like, his robot just shoots eye lasers and, and blows the rangers up real good. And then, like, well, that didn't work. That's not great. Uh, do you guys have any ideas? Like, like TJ just straight up turns to the rest of the crew and is like, any suggestions? Like, he genuinely can't think of what to do when they have to fight a giant thing. It's very silly. Well, he does, he does say that he's going to call the Turbo Megazord, and then he gets shot, and then he says, any suggestions? 
Because because in the Sentai they they couldn't call the RV Robo because Dappu was like sleeping. Because there's a whole thing now where he's oh. gonna he's gonna go into hibernation and they can't use him anymore. So like I see. Yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. we cut to Bulk and Skull who are hosting the next round of tours, and they're in a completely different spot. But they're like, okay, everybody. Well, that's you've been you've been a great crowd. Uh, and it's, Skull gives a nice sarcastic, better than the last one. <laughs> it's really good. I, I do like this I, th- this dynamic of Skull just being angry and bitter all the time when Bulk is the only one who's really trying at all the jobs they get. Uh, but so Bulk is like, now, before we actually leave, it's important to know that Angel Grove has uh, procedures in the case of a monster attack. We have a highly sophisticated system. We, In the event of an actual attack, we will not scream, we will not run, we will form an orderly line and go to the nearest designated monster safety zone. I do it's like important. that this is a thing that we have been told before. So, that's cool. Yeah. And it's like, just remember, just to remain calm and follow the procedures if there's a monster attack. And then, like, the fucking, we see the giant robot in Bulk and Skull immediately to abandon all procedures as do the people in the tour. They just scream well, and run away. Actually, I really like it because at first they're, like, pointing and start screaming and then there's someone... In a tour guide, he's kind of looking at them, and he goes like, he like nods and laughs a bit, like, "Ah, oh, good joke, <laughs> yeah." And then, no, that's it's a fucking monster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so we we cut back to the Rangers, and they're like, oh, "Okay, this is not going well. Let's try actually summoning our robot now." And they do, and this is a really great fight, actually. Uh, it's a really because, good like, fight. Yeah. Yeah, the Zord gets a few good hits in, but grand scheme of things. This thing wipes the floor with the Rangers. Like, they do their super cool, like, spin-out move in the highway dimension. And this, the Metallosaur, like, just spins around and whips its tail through their sword and cuts it in half. And like, oh, that's, uh, that's not good. And there's a good shot of of the Megazord, like, after it being like, wait, what the fuck happened to my sword? Because, like, it's so used to just, like, going past and... yeah. Doing That's it. the instant win button. What the fuck? <laughs> and we cut back to Diva talks being like, oh, hmm. Broke the sword. Well, maybe my brother's good for something after all. And we cut back and there's a few more blows exchanged. And then the Metallosaurus wraps its tail around the Turbo Megazord and just starts fucking electrocuting it. Like, everything's going wrong. We get these really great shots of, like, the machinery inside the cockpit breaking down and the Rangers freaking out. There's wires and sparks everywhere. And they're talking about the consoles melting. What do we do? Oh no. Oh fuck. Oh shit. And then probably the best moment of the episode. Yeah. Cut back down to street level and it's Elgar. And he says, okay, troops get out there. And a bunch of whoopers run onto the screen with grappling hooks. (laughs) And they fart. they, 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 they start fucking scaling the Megazord. Yeah, and we, get, and we get a shot of them like all hanging off the Megazord as these little toys, and it's really good. <laughs> yeah, we just keep cutting back and forth to like little plastic figurines on the robot suit, and then close-up shots of actual stun actors on ropes. It's really great. And then the, and this a, is, a Wumper comes up, to the, like, comes up to their windshield and pulls out a fucking wrench and just cracks open it. <laughs> yeah, we actually get a few shots before that happens of them like slapping at the glass and the rangers being like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck (laughs) and then they just they bust in and just this army breaks into the cockpit of the megazord and like we get this fight in the cockpit and like the rangers get a few good hits in but they are very clearly outnumbered especially when the the door at the back of the cockpit opens up and the 
other Wumpers just have guns. Yeah. And it just shoots the, <laughs> just shoots the Rangers a bunch. This is good to see because it's a thing we've complained about forever. That the other side seems to have an army. Seems to have like all these. And I know this will only last a couple of episodes. But like seems to have like all these resources. Yet. And whenever they do try to use them. They have to. They like actually overwhelm the Rangers. But most of the time they're just like, nah, just just one monster, a couple of 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 yeah. like lower level foot soldiers, I'll be fine. I can't think of any prior time where like the Mook army was instrumental in taking down the robot. Yeah. Like that's they definitely fucking have overwhelmed wild. them with like force when in the past, but yeah, I don't know about the actual robot. Yeah, but this this is yeah this is just mm-hmm. like raw numbers, and so the mooks knock the rangers out of the robot with their and, guns. Yeah, with their guns, <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, havoc is just like, well, now that I've uh, knocked the rangers out of the robot, I'm just gonna fucking take it with me later, peeps. And it just lifts off into space with its tail still wrapped around the turbo megazord, and it just fucking takes the robot away. And the Rangers don't have Zords anymore. And this yep. is wild, because in the past, when the Rangers have changed Zords, it's because the old ones were destroyed, or because they just got better ones and the old ones are still around. Like, Zeo did that, where like all the robots were still in play, basically up to the end. But this is just like, yeah, the bad guy just went, like, mine now, yoink, and just yoink. left. Yeah, it's, it's a really cool shot, seeing like this metal Saurus flying through the sky with the Megazord wrapped around its leg. Uh, tail yeah. rather, and yeah, it's 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 really I've, fucking yeah. cool. I've learned lessons from <laughs> previous villains. I'm not going to try to use the Zord. I'm just taking it off the planet and hiding it somewhere where you can't use it. This is probably my favorite Megazord takedown. It's just really good. Like a lot of like, like so much stuff happens, and it's just a, a great scene. And um, people shit on Turbo, and I don't fucking get it. <laughs> no, Turbo <laughs> Turbo rules. Yeah. Turbo Turbo is great. Turbo is really good. Yeah, and so we cut to the space base, and here comes Havoc. He's like, ha, 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 sister! And Diva's like, like, brother! And they, they hug, and it's like, I've done it! I've taken out the Megazord! Well, he says, he says and, he's taken out the Power Rangers' primary battle vehicle, and then Elgar's like, yeah, and we have the Megazord, too! <laughs> Love Elgar. Love him <laughs> so great. much. Elgar, good. Yeah, and Havoc's just like, well, the day belongs to you, my evil sister. She's like, yes, this is great. The Earth is defenseless. I can launch an attack at any time and be assured victory. I won't do it right now, though. We're going to wait for some reason. <laughs> just just going to hold tight. I'm just going to take my time on this one. Uh, and we actually, uh, like, uh, we got a quick joke where she's like, and to think I usually hate moving. Because uh, there was a whole thing where she was packing up her stuff to move out of the lake into the spaceship. And when no one laughs at her joke, she yells at everybody, laugh! And they, you know, they all laugh. He's like, and then after after a couple of beats, she's like, okay, you can stop now. Ah, that's nice. <laughs> it's it's a great Divatox moment. Again, like, this Divatox is very different from the last one, but she's still good. I, I like, like I still like this Divatox. It's just, it's very different. Um, I like her, but I do miss, um, is it Hoyt? Yeah. Yeah, Carol Hoyt. Um, yeah, I do miss so Hoyt. We cut to the Rangers sitting in the park at sundown slash through an orange filter. Yeah, 
It's supposed to be sundown, but like, yeah, it's a real bad orange filter. It, it's really interesting because the Car Ranger episode ends of all the Rangers with an orange filter on them, and then the huh. Phantom Ranger showing up to give them hope. And huh. this exact thing happens in the in Power Rangers. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. when in doubt, adapting the Spentai, uh, I guess. I mean, I mean, yeah. like it's not exactly the same, but it's got a lot of similarities. Um. And this is if kinda, it'll make the footage easier to work with, you may as well just do exactly what the Sentai did. Yeah, and we talked about this seed earlier when we mentioned like the the Rangers are like kind of like, oh, we fucked up. TJ's really hard on himself, and Justin's here. And I, really, I can't I believe really, this would ever happen. Yeah, we mentioned some things we wish could have happened here, but one thing I wish could have happened was Justin being like, "Come on, guys, Tommy and the others wouldn't have given up." Like, like that would have been yeah. like a good thing for him to say to like kind of like. The TJ has always been the Red Ranger. <laughs> <sighs> and it's not to like lionize like the other Rangers and stuff, but it's no, just, it would be interesting. But... It would be an interesting like development for him to like because, you know, these guys are new Rangers and this is a big yeah. this TJ, is a big loss. Let for me them. tell you about the best yeah. Red Ranger ever. His name was Rocky. <laughs> 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 he liked uh, big sandwiches. And his pu- his dog Buster, and books and about Viking, Viking times. times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're never gonna stop bringing that up. Nope. Why would we? Never we never should, frankly. Uh, so yeah. So the Phantom Ranger materializes, and Cassie's like, "The Phantom Ranger," because she's developing a crush on this guy, which again is really weird considering we never find out who he is yeah and mm-hmm. i only just started um, watching um i mean I, I this is the first time i saw the phantom ranger in the sentai um and I, I even to the point that i thought he wasn't even in the sentai um but it's the first time we see him in that version okay uh, but the, <laughs> i mean listen cassie i get it I get that you're angling for an alien boyfriend or a, a rare commodity boyfriend <laughs> she wants a space boyfriend but like we don't we don't know what this guy is actually. So some things in the episodes I wasn't here for that I want to talk about with regarding the mystery of the Phantom Ranger. Mm-hmm. He is immune to the fucking invisibility dimension magic, and he is immune to when time itself freezes. Yeah. What the fuck was he going to be? <laughs> well, how the fuck were they going to explain that? Ghost. Either of those things. He's a ghost. <laughs> who do we know who has died? No one. <laughs> I mean, listen, I, I don't know how, like, what what kind of person is a ghost and, like, is beyond the restrictions of time and understands dimensions and shifting and all kinds of weird sci-fi super magic bullshit. Zordon. And, and like, I don't know. I don't know about it being Zordon. There's got to be somebody else. Danny Phantom. Uh, I mean, Zordon I did think, is this fucker Zordon? When he was like, don't worry, it will be okay. Okay, what do we do? I'll explain later. <laughs> Classic Zordon. Yeah, yeah, he says, like, don't worry, there's one last hope. And that's actually going to give us the title for the next episode. And here's a fucking weird thing. So, apparently, when the show was broadcasting, it was very common for episodes to end with, next time on Power Rangers Turbo. But the Netflix version of the show normally omits that. 
And for some reason, this one includes it. And I don't know why. Like Maybe it's because not... it's a two-parter, kind of, but it's Maybe. not actually a two-part. Like, it's not called part one, part two. And maybe that's why, or maybe the episode came short, I didn't check the times. It's not, the thing is, it's not bad that they do it, it's weird that they started now. Yeah. So, well, but we'll anyway, yes. Yeah, so I guess, but yeah, so we got that, and then there's the, the, the outtakes during the credits, but yeah, we get it to be continued. Uh, and just, yeah, next time on Power Rangers in the credits, and then that's it. That's the episode. Here's where we get the gay wumpers. That's where we get the two two gay wumpers. Ah, Pink and Everybody, Blue. Everyone's favorite uh, new sitcom, yeah. two gay wumpers. <laughs> Someone please draw the wumpers in the different uh, pride colors. I would really appreciate that. That way, wumpers. wumpers and rainbow colors is just that's just the wumpers. No, but like <laughs> each each wumper outfit, so it's a flag itself. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so thoughts on the episode, Fabby? It's okay. I like the monster tour stuff. I mean, I like it in premise. It doesn't get super well executed. I'm still not used to new diva togs. I miss old Diva Talks. Um, General Havoc has a very generic name. And it's fine. Like, it's okay. It's fine. Um, I don't know. I, w- it's I too much like more... regular Power Rangers for Fabby. <laughs> yeah, it was a very regular... I Maybe it's because the last episode... I did watch the Phantom Ranger episode. But the last episode I like talked about was the pizza episode. And that's literally a highlight. Like, the sub- submarine crew is amazing in that episode. Debatux is really good. Oh, the. Yeah. Uh, Mad Mike is really good. I mean, the pizza episode so, is the second greatest achievement in all of human history. Yeah. What's the first greatest achievement? Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Uh, yeah, okay. I go with that, yeah. <laughs> I've been so, playing yeah, that uh, lately, actually. I. I don't think this episode's any worse than most Power Rangers episodes, and I would get, guess that it's if I were to divide all Power Rangers episodes between the good and the bad, I would put this one in the good. But I don't think I'll think about it much. the The yeeting of the sword was cool. All right, I, I, uh, Emily. I really liked it as like a you know a story advancing turbo a Power Rangers episode. Like I just like it was really cool stuff happening. We got introduced to like a new cool character. Um, really good fights happened. We got some like really like um one of like like unique takedowns of like uh, the current Megazord. Like it's just it was it was really fun and it's really cool seeing some of the more Sentai stuff coming into the show, which I guess is like not really like. The sh- it, it's not really like I'm saying that like my my affection for Car Ranger might be like um, painting my enjoyment of this a little bit, but like I don't know. I thought it was really fun and cool, and um, we, I've complained recently a lot about people saying that Turbo's supposed to be serious, and this is a more serious episode for sure. Like at this point, maybe it's getting more serious now, but so far it's good. It's like just as good as anything Zio did this episode. So like. Yeah, I, I'm really having a good time with it. I had an absolute blast. Mm-hmm. I 
really like General Havoc so far. Yeah, he's cool. Like, he's great, and fucking boy howdy, the Wumpers like scaling the Turbo Megazord. Yeah, is a real contender for best mook moment this this year. Holy shit! I don't see that's, how anything can top that. I don't, there hasn't been any yeah. other good mook moments, so I, I yeah, feel like, there were some mm-hmm. good Paranatron moments. I I I don't want to. I don't want us to like do the Paranatron story. I, I what have they done? Yeah. Like what are you, what are you thinking of though? Like I can't think of anything. Really, I like, can't remember, but I I can't <laughs> remember, but I remember going. Oh, this Paranatrons were funny in this one, or were good in this one. So yeah, we'll we'll have some time to review. I hope. Uh, Zach I mean, spring, springing to mind for me is the is the is the fucking uh, curse where every time Justin told a lie, more Piranatron spawned, oh, yeah, and they just kept coming. Good. I just that don't really fun. see that as a Piranatron moment necessarily. Like, it's a moment that involves the Piranatrons. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I I I had a good time with this one. I mean, the Pete's episode is still way better, but also the Pete's episode again is. One of the best episodes, like probably the, the best show. episode of television yeah. ever made. And, and out, also, ever, I think ever it, made. it would be really hard to top it. Like honestly, like, like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you yeah. Need a lot it'd, of be, it'd be really, really <laughs> hard to top. Really hard to top that pizza. Um, but yeah, that's. I, I had a fun time. This is this is a nice episode of Power Rangers. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think. I think unless anybody has anything else to add, I think it's going to do it for us because I don't I don't have any questions or anything. But if you want to send questions to our usual host, uh, and I feel like we could use some of them, Teens with Tude on Twitter, Teenagers with Attitude is the Facebook group, and teenswithtude at gmail.com is the email if you have a longer message for us. Uh, yeah, so uh, Fabi, got anything you want to plug? Uh, maybe. I do want to talk about a slight... So, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid um, is a video game. Uh, I was This weekend, I was trying to find something to play with one of my partners. Uh, they have a PC. I have a PS4. So, the amount of games we can play is like a list of 14. And it's still very weird that Power Rangers Battle for the Grid is one of those 14 games. That's very weird to me. Yeah, it's like... I think it's like three fighting games, a shooter, and mm-hmm. FF14. Something like that. Oh shit, is this episode coming out on the 31st? I don't I don't think so. 31st is not yeah, this yeah, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Assuming we okay, stay on cool. schedule, yes. Hey, uh nerds, hi, I'm Fabby. Yeah, uh, if you talk like about this. Yeah, I can <laughs> talk about this because it came out today or yesterday, technically. Um, if you like role playing games, if you like tabletop games, and especially if you like Pathfinder, I have a book that I really, really want to recommend you. It's called uh, Pathfinder Lost Omens Legends. It's a book of 42 NPCs that are for the Pathfinder setting. Uh, but it's not stat blocks. It's short stories and, uh, like, uh, not all of them are short stories, but there's also, like, uh, 
just entries on these characters and there's also like story hooks and like oh if uh, how could the pcs interact with them and uh what can the pcs gain by interacting with them for example the character that i wrote sehar is the leader of an uh, anti like it of a revolutionary group of um of people called the white lions uh, she is a transgender woman, a queer transgender woman. Uh, and, uh, if, if that book gives you all her backstory, uh, her contacts that include her girlfriend, uh, a non-binary member of, of the group and a couple of other people. And also it includes like, uh, all the feats that if your character uh, if you're playing Pathfinder, if your character uh, joins them, all the feats they could get, which makes them better at like fighting in streets and gives them a special a special ability, um, it's really cool. I also got a chance to write three of the god, well, three gods that they uh, worship, um, and I wanna like ex- clarify that. My writing a trans woman character is not the only queer thing in this book. This book is very, very gay um, and queer and amazing. There are gay characters. There's obviously lesbian characters, transgender, non-binary. Uh, there's, I believe, also some asexual characters. This book was made by a really rad wonderful diverse group of people it's a little bit more expensive than your average pathfinder book or pathfinder pdf because it's it's a book that had a lot of work and a lot of love put into it um so if you like role-playing games especially fantasy role-playing games and want a bunch of queer cool characters for whatever game you may be playing uh, but especially Pathfinder, I cannot recommend you enough to go pick up uh, or order or get the PDF of Pathfinder Lost Domains Legends. Um, yeah, I'm very, very proud of the work we did in that book. Yeah. even yeah, And by we, I did a small part, but I'm very happy about it. I'm, I hope people like it. That's so cool. I, I, had a, I had a big smile on my yeah. face that whole pitch. Like, I'm really proud of you, Fabi. It's really cool that you're that you were able to contribute something amazing to like a, such a a big game. Like, you, you, you know, you. I, I have my I have my criticisms about Pathfinder and some of the stuff, oh, yeah. but like, but like, it's it's a big game, undeniably, that a lot of people play, and the fact that you were able to contribute such a cool sounding character and, yeah. um. And group, it's, 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 I'm, I'm, that's really, I kind of want to go buy it. <laughs> like, right now, I think it's very awesome. funny of a lot of the recent criticisms because I've been like holding my tongue and being like, just, just wait till my book where you <laughs> literally are part of a group that fights the secret police that are like picking up people in the city. You, your job is to like liberate them and organize protests and yeah. like, fight people on the streets um i, I yeah I, this, yeah this makes me want to get that and then try to like run a game with some people or something with those characters yeah that sounds really cool all right that Thank that you. fucking rules uh hey. emily anything you want to plug uh 
no, just my Twitter. This is Emeralds. Um, yeah, check it out, I guess. I tweet right. sometimes. <laughs> uh, well, you can find me on Twitter, at MikeLovesRabbit. And speaking of making tabletop games, uh, right here on Audio Entropy, I am on Eidolon Playtest, the Eidolon Pop Campaign, along with Fabby and a bunch of our other Yee. friends. Uh, some of our uh, friends are making a tabletop game inspired by JoJo and Persona because that was the kind of campaign uh, that our friend Luke wanted to run and the system we were using before uh, on Silverpine, some of you might remember, wasn't quite cutting the mustard. So Luke and Molly were just like, fuck it, we're going to make our own game. And we made a podcast out of playtesting it, and it's a lot of fun. And, it's not um, sale. No, no it's one not. Cries. No one is has like weird God. bad relationships with their friends everyone is happy and loves each other and cares so much for it. i think people do anyway yep all the all the characters get along and there's yeah. no i just want to no divisions say through that, ideological that, divides it, it, that spiral into some of the characters <laughs> entire lives collapsing around them if you can't tell listeners this is sarcasm just in case you get into this be like oh yeah it's gonna be fun like no I, 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 mean, I it think is fun. some of it is true. It is <laughs> fun. Don't and get I twisted. do I've... think that the characters actually do care for each other. I'm just saying there's some drama. They're fucking idiots. There, there's yeah. some dr- like, there's I'm some playing a drama. complete dipshit asshole nerd, and I think it actually kind of rules that horrible things keep happening to him. But anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, Idle on Playtest. Uh, at Idle on Playtest on Twitter. Uh, there's also a Patreon for it where... Uh, you can donate some money to uh, get episodes in advance, to listen to the special podcast Luke and Molly record about the design process once a month, and to get early copies of the current version of the game. So definitely check that out. And you also just get and to support to- some incredibly cool creators in Luke and Molly. So Yeah. And uh, that, and along with a lot of other stuff, like we haven't plugged the network as a whole in a while, audioentropy.com, shitload of really good podcasts, uh, some of them made by folks who are on this podcast. Some of them made by just some of our friends. There's a lot of mix and matching. A lot of fun stuff. Check it out. Whatever it is you're into, odds are there's something there. Let me We've throw a had... recommendation uh, your way, listener. Uh, Stringist Fiction. It's a really good podcast. And hopefully the episode where me and Cassidy made a character for Masks. Not we not for playing it. We just made a character for Masks. Hopefully the episode will be out by now. Um, if you like me and Cassidy fucking around for two hours and like it takes us like 45 minutes before we actually start making a character, if you basically, if you like Let's Seal a podcast and you miss me and Cassidy just fucking around for two hours, uh, listen to that. It's good. I made Cassidy scream a lot at the end. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. So speak, speaking of actual play and tabletop stuff, like yeah, if you if you like tabletop, we've got you covered here on uh, on Audio Entropy, um, and we also have uh, haven't talked about it in a while because the world is hell, and also we've been plugging some other stuff that you know you know needs more money at the moment, but we do have a donate button because uh, we don't have sponsors or anything, and like ho- some help hosting the site is appreciated. So if you got a few bucks to spare, AudioEntropy.com, hit that donut button. Real nice. Uh, I'm starting to sound like a fucking uh, <laughs> telemercial asshole. This, like I'm, I'm, uh, yeah. I'm about to well, about to me, start pitching me. a cleaning product, so I should probably wrap this up. Yeah. Um. I, uh, I just I know this is like a really late end of the podcast and not a good place to put this, but I just remembered something really important about the Car Ranger episode. 
Signal Man's not in the show anymore. The last episode was called oh, Farewell what? Signal Man. He's gone. So no. we don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see Blue Centurion again. I I get the feeling they're not doing the Car Ranger episodes in order because we've skipped around a bunch already. That's and, true, but I don't. And Turbo's like just barely past halfway done. But I think the pizza so, episode was like I think every time we should, I've seen we should check yeah what Ranger Wiki the Den of Lies is. But I'm just gonna say like yeah. we we've, we've seen most of Signal Man's appearances in Power Rangers already, and like the pizza episode was like the episode that starts off the arc where he leaves. So I don't know how much more they could take. Well, now you've got me looking it up. <laughs> I'm trying to end the episode, Emily. I'm How sorry. could you do this? It's my fault. How could I'm you a do bad this? Person. Uh, let's see. Oh no, no, that's not. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's see. God damn it! It's 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 Ranger Wiki lists his last appearance as a fucking recent comic book. And not Great. his last episode of the Good show. Job. Good job, <laughs> Ranger Wiki. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. Oh, uh, he actually appears in in space, so we are definitely not done with him. Okay, interesting. So, oh, that makes sense. A lot of characters show up in space. It also looks like we've got a few more episodes uh, with him and Turbo from the look of things. But okay, yeah, we cool. are. We're go- we're gonna be seeing him again. Uh, don't worry about that. So okay, cool. now that now that we are are comfortable in the knowledge that we are not done with the Blue Centurion, let's wrap this up for teenagers with attitude. I've been Mike. I've been, I've been Emily, and I'm Fabby. I didn't <laughs> look if there was a sign sign up for. Her. Yeah, I didn't think I would need one because there's three of us. Yeah, oh, remember uh, I was wrong. For like, and I was wrong because <laughs> episode 35 is called "The Traitorous Signal Man." So fuck me. Uh, <laughs> right. Remember from for where for like two episodes I was like, "Fuck y'all!" I'm gonna make myself say, "And I'm Fabby at the end every episode," and I like immediately forgot after not being here for like three episodes. I mean, I was counting on that, honestly. I assumed that that was how we're in the middle of our sign-off. It's taking like a minute and a half. And may the power protect you always. Goodbye, Signal Man. Goodbye.